Today is December 17th, and this is the 32nd episode of the MMA Mike podcast. So, this weekend, Saturday, December 19th, we have UFC Fight Night, Thompson versus Neil. This should be a great event. This is the last event of the year of 2020 until we move into next year. Uh, I'm super excited for this card. You know, I think this is pay-per-view quality this has probably been the best fight night since we've seen uh covington versus woodley and maybe even uh whitaker versus till you know i'd say these three cards were the biggest fight nights of the year um this one should be great i'm excited and uh you know i think a lot of people are super high on uh stephen thompson and um they should be. You know, he's a great fighter. He's got great striking. Uh, he's well-rounded. He's gone the distance of five rounds before. Um, you know, he's got good cardio. It doesn't really fade. He stays in it. I mean, you've seen uh, his fights with uh, Woodley. You know, he got rocked a bunch of times. He can recover. Stephen Thompson really shows he's a fighter, and uh, he is Wonder Boy. Uh, but I think Joff Neal has just such great striking, and he has – such power behind his strikes. Um, I like going with Joff Neal. Uh, I just do. I think, you know, this fight's going to go one or two ways. Is You know, Thompson outstrikes him, goes the distance, you know, maybe tires him out. Maybe Neal, you know, does win the first couple rounds just because he, he has the power threat. And then uh, Stephen Thompson can kind of just take over as the fight goes on. Or Joff Neal catches him and knocks him out early and uh that's the way i'm gonna go nothing against stephen thompson i like him a lot i just for some reason uh like joff neal a little bit more in this fight and i'm gonna go that way in the co-main event in the uh, bantamweight division we're gonna have the return of jose aldo and marlon vera this is a very interesting fight Reason being, you know, Vera came off of a win over Sean O'Malley and uh, Jose Aldo is looking to pick up a win in the bantamweight division and he's coming off of his title loss, title fight loss against the champ Peter Yan. Now, although obviously being not as old as people realize, um, he's 28 and 7 and, you know, people are questioning, you know, how much longer he has, you know, he needs wins uh, if he's going to continue fighting, otherwise, he might be a guy who the UFC ends up cutting. You know, if he loses, I wouldn't be surprised if the UFC cuts him. You know, he, this, this is going to be a consecutive loss. And uh, if he's not going to be a guy who's who's in the title picture anymore, uh, what's the sense? You know, Marlon Vera is an up-and-coming guy, could be a future champ. And um, if Marlon Vera beats Jose Aldo, I, I, I think Jose Aldo may get cut from the UFC. And um, maybe he should question, you know, what's there anymore? What's the motivation? Should he keep fighting? Uh, what are you fighting for? But uh, Marlon Vera, obviously, this is a big test for him. This is a big fight for him. Jose Aldo is going to look good. Well, Jose Aldo looked good against Peter Yan in the first couple rounds. Um, so, And this is a three-round fight. This isn't going to be a five-round fight. So it's a little bit shorter. And uh, this is going to be tough for Marlon Vera. So, you know, I could see this going where Jose Aldo picks up the first round, the second round's close, maybe he wins it and loses the third. I think Marlon Vera is going to have to finish him to win. And uh, it could happen, you know. Aldo might just not be there anymore. So I, I'm having a really hard time picking a winner. You know, I, I think Aldo could 
squeeze out the decision, or I think uh, Vera finishes Aldo probably halfway past the halfway part uh, point in the fight. And um, I, I, you know what? If I if I have to pick, which I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Marlon Vera. I do think uh, Jose Aldo is just getting to that end point, you know. And um, I think there's a lot ahead of Vera. This might be a little too much for him, but I'll go with him. Especially if I could get him for for underdog money, um, which ESPN has him at, at a plus one fifteen dog compared to a one minus one thirty five favorite in Aldo. In the welterweight division, we're gonna have Michelle Pereira face Chaos Williams, and uh, you know Williams is right now the underdog, um, and a lot of people are high on Williams. You know they they say he's got great striking. I agree. He, I know he's got power. I think uh, Pereira is just the more he's a better martial artist. I believe overall, he just needs to stay composed you know he could do some wild things and those wild things can help him out it could get him a knockout or it could get himself knocked out um and i think that this is how this fight's gonna go you know uh i think he's gonna stay composed but he's also gonna do some crazy things and those crazy things might help him out and uh get a win over chaos williams i mean he's got a lot of more fights under his belt 24 and 11 compared to chaos williams being 11 and 1 he has as many losses as Chaos Williams has wins. So this guy definitely has a lot of experience. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot for Michelle Pereira. I think he's looking to climb the ladder. And uh, I think he's going to end up knocking out Chaos Williams. And we also have more returns. We have the return of Marlon Marias coming off of his loss against Corey Sanhagen. He's going to be taking on Rob Font, and I do think Rob Font's a great fighter. He's 17-4. and four. Uh, He's going to be a little bit bigger than uh, Marlon in this fight, uh, at least height and reach. But I think Marlon is legit, and um, I think he's going to pick up a win, and I got him by KO. Uh, I think he's going to return back to the division uh, and make a statement, and um, we're going to see him, I believe, in the, in the future. You know, we got to see how this title picture plays out we're gonna end up getting Aljamain Sterling the number one ranked contender face Peter Jan at some point and uh, I think Corey Sanhagen's next and if Marlon Marias beats Rob Font maybe beats you know like a Frankie Edgar after or even a Cody Garbrandt uh I think he's you know in line for another title fight um or you know we gotta see there's a lot of things that can happen. You got to see how these title fights happen. I mean, he could fight the the loser of Peter Jan versus Aljamain Sterling, and if he wins that, then he could fight the current champion. So we'll we'll see where uh, things go. But this is definitely a, a big fight for Marlon. He needs to win. You know, he can't lose to a number rank, uh, eleven ranked opponent if he wants to get back to the title. But this should be a good fight for him. Uh, not knocking Rob Font. In the women's flyweight division, we're going to have Gillian Robertson take on Talia Santos. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a tough fight. Uh, it's almost one of those coin flip fights, you know. Um, I'm, although I'm going to just lean to the side of Talia Santos with more experience. Uh, I'm going to take the Brazilian fighter. Um, she's got more reach. I'm going to like her in this fight. And uh, I'm going to go on the side of Santos. 
And for the first fight on the main card in the heavyweight division, we're going to get Marcin Tibera versus Greg Hardy. This should be a great fight. You know, Tibera looked great against his last fight against Ben Rothwell. Really impressed me, impressed, I think, a lot of people, and uh, obviously beating a great fighter in Ben Rothwell. Now, this fight, I think whoever wins it is going to, ha- whoever wins this fight must have the best cardio. Um, because, you know, Marcin Tibera, although he kind of warned out Ben Rothwell, Rothwell got tired. Um, it doesn't mean Tibera has great cardio, you know. Um, he did look a lot bigger than I expected uh, against Ben Rothwell. I mean, not he didn't look bigger, but he, he looked quite big. Greg Hardy is also a big guy. Um, but Hardy, I think, just has a lot more knockout power, which could be very dangerous against Tybura. Um, But in Hardy's last fight, you know, he did empty the gas tank twice. And if he didn't finish the fight, uh, could have been bad. Could have been very bad. So we'll see, you know. I'm going to go with Hardy by KO just because I think he knows he can't gas himself out. I think he'll stay a little bit more composed, and I think he can eat some shots from Tibera, and I think he's just going to land that hard shot. He hits like a truck, and he's going to end up knocking out uh, Tibera. So should be a good fight, and I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited to see what Hardy has. You know, he keeps improving. Let's see uh, if he improved at all in this quick turnaround. A couple fr- prelim quick picks I'm going to get for you guys. Uh, I like Anthony Pettis over Alex Moreno. You know, this should be a fight that Pettis is confident in, um, and he should win. You know, he's coming off a win against uh, Cowboy Cerrone. I'm going to take Eubanks over Kianazad, although I don't know too much about Kianazad, but I think Eubanks is due for a win. And, um, you know, Jimmy Flick is getting another quick turnaround, and I'm going to take him over Cody Durden. And uh, those are the quick picks I'm going to give for you guys just because I don't know too, too much about the other fighters on the prelims. But that's UFC Fight Night, Thompson versus Neil. It's going to take place this Saturday, December 19th. I'm super stoked. And uh, I'll give you guys a recap of the event next week. And uh, that's the year, man. You know, we don't have any more events for the UFC. uh, But I'm sure I'll be releasing more videos before the new year. Thank you guys for tuning in. That was episode 32.